Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. back, everybody. It's 135 at Edmonton. Bob Stoffer and Cody Jansen with you. We'll tell you that Royal Pizza, Pizza Pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 13 Edmonton and area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Stoffer recommendation at uh, Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean chicken. some point in the next 25 minutes, we'll get to Kurt Hill, the uh, GM of the Edmonton Oil Kings at this time, though. Uh, we're going to bring Cody aboard for the Oilers Now Injury Report, brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. Trent Brown, Jim Brown, the gang at James H. Brown. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. What do you got, Cody? Well, reports out of Detroit this morning is that their sixth overall pick, Simon Edvinson, who's been dealing with an upper body injury. He is going to be fully healthy for the start of the SHL season there. And as for Jack Geichel, he is skating right now, but it's believed he's going to still need surgery, although the Sabres haven't actually approved his preferred choice, a disc replacement. Okay, that's uh, there's been a lot of texts. We're going to get to them right now. Uh, this text comes in saying, Bob, isn't Svechnikov the guy that flaps his arm when he scores? Uh, no. No, that's Kuznetsov of the, of Jenny Kuznetsov of the uh, Washington Capitals. At least I still think he's with Washington. He had a tough year last year. Now, there are people that tell me that he does this to do as a tribute to his son, and, and that's why he does it. I just know that sometimes when you, uh, uh, when you do those sort of things after you score, there's an old scene. When you score, when you score a touchdown, act like you've been there before. Mark in St. Albert says... Bob, this has been one of the best shows you've ever hosted. I was really interested to hear all the possible free agent acquisitions. Oilers are definitely going to be a significantly better team uh, to start this season. It's an exciting time to be an Oilers fan. That one from Mark in St. Albert. Well, Mark, we'll go back to disappointing you on a daily basis <laughs> after we get through the free agency over the next couple days. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Kurt has texted us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line. And Kurt says, Bob, if the Oilers are in a win-now mode, the Neil buyout makes no sense to me. Why didn't the Oilers trade their first-round pick in Neil's contract for a player that can help the team now? The pick doesn't help the team for three or more years. Win-now mode and not using your first-round pick to immediately help the team are contradicting actions. Filling the remaining holes with quality players will be tough to do with $4 million in dead cap space from Kurt. You assume you 
in 7.6 million in real dollars, the acquisition cost would only be a first round draft choice. Remember what the Maple Leafs gave up to Carolina to get them to eat a year of Patty Marlowe. A first round draft choice. Not sure what the going rate is. Um, Peter uh, from Wainwright says, Bob, did Cody Jansen ever play Junior A or just Junior B in Cold Lake? Well, Cody, you've got uh, you've got fans. They want to know. Where did you play? I snuck in a couple of games in Fort McMurray. Okay. Were you any good? Uh, I wouldn't call myself good, but I was there. Never. There you go. That's all I want to hear. Self-deprecation will get you everywhere in this business. KDK says, Bob, you know who would help McLeod and Holloway as Oilers? Ryan Getzlaff. <laughs> and again, I'll uh, reread what uh, the communication I had because it was approved. Uh, I reached out to Jerry and I said, uh, Jerry Johansson, who represents Ryan Getzlaff. So hypothetically, if Getzlaff goes to UFA, would he consider Edmonton? Yes. There you go. That's from Jerry Johansson. So now that said, Anaheim's in the driver's seat. They got the window. They got the mechanism to get him done over the course of the next 24 hours. KDK adds, what about Andre Kasha as well? Hmm. Interesting guy. Sort of a player that... Czech player, 25 years of age, uh, good late-round pick by the Ducks, uh, seventh rounder in 2014, had a 20-goal season with Anaheim in 17-18. Then he got injured during the 18-19 season. And subsequent to that, uh, ended up getting moved to Boston. He's only played nine games for the Bruins over the course of the last two years. He did play 11 playoff games a couple years ago uh, for Boston in the bubble in Toronto. Decent player, has some ability, no questions, got some skill. Andre Cash, not a bad suggestion. There's some decent guys that didn't get uh, qualified out there. Trent says, Bob, what's the value out there for Kyrie Yamamoto? Would think if we could uh, move him for someone with a bit more size, it could be beneficial to the Oilers. He has all the tenacity you could ask for, but sometimes it's the size of the dog in the fight from Trent. Uh, I don't think now's the time to trade Kari Yamamoto myself. He's probably going to get a bridge deal for two years, maybe in the range of $1.75 to $2 million per year. I think you need to capitalize on that. And I know the last two playoff years weren't great, but Pavel Datsuk, who is an unbelievable player, I think only scored three goals in his first 40-plus playoff games. So just file that one away. Sometimes it takes guys a little bit of time. And Datsu came over at a much later age uh, than Kairiyamo did in terms of playing his uh, playoff game. So just to recap with Datsuk, yeah. In his first four playoff seasons, Datsuk with the Detroit Red Wings had three goals and 11 assists, 14 points in a grand total of 42 games. Datsuk, three goals and 14 points in 42 playoff games for the Red Wings. And at the time of the fourth playoff run that he had with Detroit, that was against Edmonton in 05-06. Datsuk was an 87-point score in the NHL and then took it to the next level 
he, he went 87, 87, 97, 97, and became a star player for the Red Wings during the 07 and 08 playoffs when they won the Cup in 08. Food for thought on that front. So, And I'm not saying Yamamoto's going to be anywhere near as good as Pavel Datsuk. But there is an example of a smaller man. Datsuk's not a big guy, you know, 5'10", 190-pound player. Three goals in his first 42 playoff games. I mean, he only had 15 points. Three goals and 15 points in his first 42 games. <laughs> Former defenseman Mark says, Yamamoto trade, are these people serious? Yes, I'd absolutely like to trade an asset when that asset has no value. Well, he hasn't emerged yet. And again, the Oilers need to capitalize on the fact that he's going to be a relatively inexpensive player this season. We'll take a quick timeout. It's 143 in Edmonton, and you're listening to Oilers now. Welcome back, everybody. 145 in Edmonton. There's an old saying in the car business, cars cost less than Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridgeford in Wetaskiwin is committed to providing unequaled automotive excellence, resulting in completely satisfied lifetime customers. If you currently have a vehicle that you're not using enough, payments are an interest rate that's too high, a vehicle that you may want to sell, refinance, or trade in for something different, go visit Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny and the Gang at Brent Ridgeford or call them at 1-877-477-3673 or visit brentridge.com. And speaking of Brent Ridgeford, uh, He's going to pinch hit for us in this next segment because he's driving a vehicle, courtesy of Uncle Milt and the folks at Brent Ridge Ford. We welcome back to the show one of the Oilers' two radio play-by-play voices that, along with uh, Jack Michaels tomorrow and Reed Wilkins and a cast of thousands, Al May is going to join us on tomorrow's show, John Shannon. Cam Moon will be a part of our free agency coverage. Hi, Cam. How you doing? Doing very, very well. Uh, yeah, you guys uh, had a little curveball there, so... Well, it's funny because well, I wanted to, I wanted to talk a bit about the the WHL kids specifically with sure. the Edmonton Oil Kings. You've watched that league for 22 years. I said earlier in the show Edmonton was poised. Uh, today they announced their schedule. It's an Eastern Conference only schedule. I think Edmonton is is poised to have as good a team out of the Western League as there's been maybe since Cologne in 14-15 when they ended up getting both Morrissey and Drysaddle from Prince Albert. Just your your thoughts on, you know, the likelihood that they'll have Sebastian Cosa in goal, Dylan Gunther, and Jake Neighbors, two first-rounders up front. And they've got two first-rounders for the Bantam draft camp, which means they can probably trade one of them to get a pretty good defenseman to beef up their D. Um, they already made a trade in the offseason for a Czech player that was in Seattle. I forget his name. You'll, you'll tell me who it is. But this is going to be a good hockey team this year, isn't it? This is going to be a very good hockey team this year. Uh, I, I would think the likelihood of getting all those players that you just mentioned back from pro is, is really high. So I, and it happens every once in a while where there's a guy that, that is drafted high and you expected him back and then he stays in the NHL. It happens from time to time. I would say the likelihood here for the Oil Kings is they'll get all those guys back. And if they get all those guys back, they have to be the odds-on favorite. Certainly in the Eastern Conference, I know uh, the Winnipeg Ice, the Brandon Wheat Kings will both be pretty decent teams next year over in the other division. I, I definitely have Edmonton as the number one team in the Central uh, Winnipeg and Brandon will will uh, will definitely provide very good opposition. The nice thing is that I, I, I know they're playing against the Western Conference in the regular season. It'll be great to have 
other competition and actual road trips and and you know like last year it was just home and homes with teams and and no playoffs and you know and, and the oil kings looked really good um i thought medicine had gave them decent decent uh competition but the other three teams not as much but yeah you look at this team coming back from the oil kings there's a, a lot of talent there's a lot of guys that are right on the cusp of NHL careers and going pro. And, yeah, they should be extremely tough to play against. Uh, the player we're talking about that the Oil Kings have added is a right-shot defenseman, Simon Kubasek, who had 28-27 point seasons in the uh, Western League as a 17- and 18-year-old. Uh, he played last year in the Czech Republic all year. By the way, for Oilers fans, uh, Kubasek will be going to Edmonton Oilers training camp um, in the fall. But he is, uh, and, and again, it's my belief that Kurt Hill will probably trade. Um, the, the Oil Kings have Kelowna's first-round pick and their own pick, two first-rounders in a Batam draft that's going to take place in December. My prediction is in November, the Oil Kings make a trade for a high-end defenseman to add, to maybe a guy that was even a first-round draft choice, to add to their team. So uh, they're they're going to be well-positioned here to be competitive. Very yeah, they are. Yeah, and they've, they've got to replace Matthew Robertson. He'll be playing pro next year in the Rangers organization. All right. Uh, how about today? Uh, I'm sure when you were traded or let go, uh, you found out on Twitter as well, going back 30 years ago, uh, how about Mark Andre Fleury? How crazy is that? Oh, oh my! What a tough day for that guy. Uh, yeah, like that's. It was bizarre that he got traded for nothing. That that was that was uh, weird enough. And then hearing that he found out via Twitter, although you know, reading some stuff here that uh, Kelly McCrimmon, the GM of the Golden Knights, was saying that they they had. Uh, discussions uh, prior to this happening, so it didn't come completely out of left field for Flurry. But even still, you think a phone call would have been warranted there uh, to let him know what was happening? What a, an incredible! Like I'm looking forward to tomorrow because I think tomorrow's going to be a lot of fun and we're going to have lots going on. But I certainly didn't see this happening. Yeah, I'm a little bit of a surprise. Uh, do you fully expect Zach Hyman to be a member of the Edmonton Oilers as of about uh, 11 o'clock tomorrow morning, Cam? Yeah, I would think by by 11:01 uh, we'll we'll know for sure. But yes, I would expect that he will be, and I look forward to him being a part of the Oilers. Your thoughts? I mean, you play the position in goal. Your thoughts on Mike Smith being back? Oh, I love I love it. I thought Mike Smith played inspirational hockey last season. Uh, he would carry the team on his back. I you can see why he is part of the leadership group within that club. Just the way he handles himself, the way he handles himself on the ice, uh, definitely with his uh, interviews. He's a very intelligent guy, works incredibly hard at his craft and his fitness. So I, he played so well last year. He absolutely deserves the opportunity to come back and, again, be part of the leadership group. So I look forward to seeing him between the pipes. Cam, when you appear on Oilers now, who is it brought to you by? Oh, our good friends at Brent Ridge Ford and Wetaskiwin. We got Rich, Johnny, Uncle Milt. Oh, they do a great job. Love my escape, too. There you go. Awesome job on uh, short notice, Cam. We'll see you in here tomorrow morning. Hey, I was listening anyway. I know. It's it's, it's awesome how that worked out. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, Cam. Okay.
Uh, and, and full disclosure, I'm actually not in the same studio as Cody Jansen is right now. So it it makes it a little bit difficult to make a quick adjustment on the fly. Uh, we thought about doing open line. Instead, we'll wrap up with a couple texts on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, but not before. Here you go. Not before. Uh, we get to list day in Oilers history, and Cody had to dig deep on this one. It is brought to you by New West Travel. This September travel on a private WestJet charter to Whistler, B.C., and play four spectacular mountain courses. Details at newwesttravel.com. What did you find today, Cody? Well, a couple of birthdays, and that was about it. Johanna V2, born on this day, also back in 1981. Oilers fans, if you remember him, Chris Kalanos, born on this day. Chris Kalanos was... An absolute phenom growing up in Calgary when he was a kid. And he and a guy named Adrian Foster, who was a first-round draft choice of the New Jersey Devils. Uh, and Foster missed, like, the entire year uh, of, the, of his draft year. He played, like, five games. Uh, they played together. They were highly sought-after players and ultimately never really panned out for either guy. Johan Ovitu? Scored a goal in Montreal in a 6-2 victory, the sixth goal. It was a four-way passing play. The Oilers have had a lot of success historically playing at the Bell Centre in Montreal. Um, and it was a game in which they built up a 4-0 lead. And I remember Paul Yarvey uh, was playing that night on a line with Connor McDavid. And Ovitu jumped up and joined the rush and finished it off. It was a beauty. It's one of the highlights for him. He had offensive ability, just struggled a bit in terms of uh, trying to defend. That is this day in Oilers history. It is brought to you by New West Travel. Experience a great golf holiday to Whistler on a private jet to play four spectacular mountain courses. Details at newwesttravel.com. We will tell you tonight, tonight, tonight. Um, Reed Wilkins will have inside sports. One of his guests, he's stuck and couldn't get anybody better, so it's going to be me. Uh, he'll have lots of thoughts heading into free agency and a little bit on the Edmonton Elks as well on tonight's edition of Inside Sports, 6 to 8 with Reed Wilkins. Tomorrow, we're not sure when we're going to start. For sure, we're starting at 11, unless the Oilers, bang, make some noise right at 10 a.m., and they could. Keep that in mind. Up next, a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3. And then 6.30 Chet Afternoons with Jalen and I again. Reed Wilkins tonight inside sports 6 to 8. Back at you tomorrow morning on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad.